You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Church family, I, I, I want to say thank you so much for believing in us and partnering with us all these years. As, as Pastor mentioned, uh, in January, it will be nine years that we've been in Cambodia. And as far as we know, as the Lord tarries, we believe we're going to be there till he calls us home. And so, of course, I'm, I am Cambodian, you know, going back and serving and reaching my people. So that's extra special, and we're so grateful for that. Thank you for investing in us. Thank you for believing in us. And several people came up to me when they shook my hand and said, I've been praying for you. That means a lot. That means a lot. I'm so thankful for that. Uh, you know, I've been blessed with the, the songs that were selected. You know, God has a purpose for every song that's, that's picked to be sung in church. And I, it's blessed me. I'm, I'm thankful that, that uh, as we travel down life's dreary road, we have a friend that's walking alongside us. You know, as, as, you know and that, I think that last verse talks about, um, uh, about um, uh, I forget. I'll stick with the notes, okay? <laughs> but... Uh, uh, has that, that ever happened to you? You want to say something, you're going to say it, and then you see somebody's face and you forget, right? So, but, um, sorry, sorry, Brother Russ. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have your Bibles. Now, it's going to be a hybrid of a, of a, of a presentation and also um, uh, some, some, uh, a message as well, but uh, it's going to be a little bit different, but I, I pray that it'll be a blessing to you. Um, you know, you folks have invested in us. And I have a ton of pictures that I want to show. We're going to go through it real quick, but you're going to see a bunch of faces. And these faces were not um, searched on Google, and I put it on. They were really taken, and they are real people that you had a part in investing in. And I'm so thankful for what the Lord's doing there. Can we put, can we, is it okay we put some pictures up uh, real quick here? So God has called us, the Vong family, to the country of Cambodia. And uh, um, uh, grateful for my team, thankful for each and every one of them. Okay, we can go on to the next picture here. Uh, so Titus, I know you folks have been praying for him. Titus is our uh, firstborn. He's a senior. He, or sorry, he graduated from high school. He's a freshman in Bible college right now. But he, he had to go through a, a, a knee surgery. And then when they opened him up, they saw that his MCL also needs to be repaired. So he's due for another knee surgery. On top of that, both shoulders need to be surgically repaired. So he has quite a few surgeries coming up. And uh, thank you for praying for him. Uh, but he's excited about going to Bible college, finishing up, and then going back to Cambodia to serve alongside us. So we're thankful for him. Our next son, Tyler, uh, if you can pray for him. He's wrapping up high school and then going to be enrolled in Bible college as well. Next picture there, Lydia. You, you will, I'm sure if you haven't met her, please meet her. She is um, a blessing to our family and very thankful for her. She's mom number two. You know, As you know, we have a, a two-year-old that just turned two yesterday. Uh, we have um, a special needs daughter and and just uh, a lot of little kids, and Lydia has been a big blessing to our family. Next picture. So we have here Tad. I call him Tad the Lad. Before he was Tad the Bad, because now he got saved, it's Tad the Lad. So uh, a wonderful young man. Next picture. We got Timothy. Uh, next picture there, and uh, he's a blessing. Next picture. Um, we got Lois, our princess there. Next picture. Laura. Uh, this is Laura right here. She is our special needs daughter. She has Downs and Turner's Syndrome. As a matter of fact, why we're on furlough is part of the reason is to help try to get her into some speech therapy so that uh, she can start talking and things like that. But she's been a gift from above. 
and she's been a blessing. She has actually allowed us to even minister uh, 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 more in Cambodia because it gave us opportunity to help those with special needs children. You know, the thing, um, I, I mentioned uh, the, this principle here. It, it's, um, I forget who I mentioned it to, I forget. But what you believe really determines how you act. You know, in Cambodia, uh, most Cambodians are Theravada Buddhist, and so they believe in reincarnation. And so when they, because they believe that, they believe that they're well off or, or wealthy because of what they did in their past life. And they believe that it's deserved. You know, they have it made because of what they did uh, off of their own merit in the past, in their past life. And so they, they uh, you know, and those that are in, uh, in a poverty, if you would, um, they're, they're poor because of their past life as well. And so when they have a, uh, if you would, an, um, a special needs child, they believe that's a curse. And so, you know, they treat their kids horribly and often they're, they're, the kids are neglected and discarded. But, you know, as Christians, uh, we believe every good gift comes from above. And so Laura's been a big uh, 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 a gift from God, and she's been instrumental in helping us uh, 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 show that God is good all the time, all the time God is good. And so we've been able to, to help a lot of um, special needs folks as well, and so we're thankful for Laura. She brings joy to the family. We gather around her, and she's just a, she's a blessing. Next picture, we got a, a, our little Miss Piggly over here, Piglet here, and uh, that's uh, Lindsay, also known as Cece. And she just celebrated her birthday yesterday. So we're thankful for our team. And God has called us to the country of Cambodia. Next picture. Uh, uh, God called us to the uh, jungles, co concrete jungle of Cambodia. Used to be jungles. Now it's all concrete and buildings and very densely populated. There's about 5 million people in the capital city. That's a lot of people. And um, so we have our work cut out for us. And uh, recently, God moved us across the lake to, um, if, you, if you can see the next picture there. Uh, so, you, so you see the, look up in the horizon there, you see the city center. So God moved us across the lake to uh, the outskirts of the capital city. And so when we moved, it was pretty much just all rice fields. And we were like, okay, God, what, what, what is it that you want us to do here? There's not too many people around. But little did we know, God was already working and he was, uh, people, the government had already zoned out that area just for residential uh, purposes. And, Boy, when we built our church building, housing developments started to pop up all over the place. People started moving there, and God brought people our way to reach. Amen? Um, the, just the past three years we've been there, uh, we've been able to reach 10 families in the surrounding villages, and they've become uh, members of our church. And so it's been a blessing. Next picture. And um, just want to show you what the Lord did for us. We were able to buy property, build buildings, uh, build a church building. By the way, the, the, the construction going on around our church there, the church is the big square there, that's the church property, but um, the surrounding areas, areas are pretty much church members that moved with us from the old location. Because that's what part of our concern was, how about our, our church members in the uh, existing location, are they going to be willing to commute all that way, 50 minutes to an hour? Are they willing to do that? We were, we were concerned, we were worrying, but you know what, God said, don't worry. And so he took care of that. Uh, many of our church members, about 70%, 60% of our church members moved with us and bought property and built homes and stuff like that. So God is so good to our ministry there. Next picture. Um, so, uh, so there's another angle there. Next picture. I'm just going to go through a lot of pictures. Uh, so 
I was telling pastor, um, you know, I've been part of, part of a lot of building programs. Uh, my home church, we were in a building program before I went to college. When I got to college, the church there had a building program. Uh, you all remember that, right? And uh, I graduated, went back home to work for my home church. They were still in the building program. So I got fed up with building programs. And you know what I said? I said, you know, I'm going to go to the mission field. There's going to be no buildings. Amen. <laughs> And little did I know, God has a sense of humor. He allowed me to oversee that, and my wife drew the plans for that building, and we built it next picture, and this is what the Lord has given to us, a beautiful building, seats about 600 people, and um, it's, it's straight and it's still standing, so I think we did something right, and I'm just very thankful for that. And, you know, um, we're going to stop right there. Let's look at Psalm 107 in a bit. We'll go, we'll go, we'll look at some more pictures, but... You know, in the, the Bible says in Psalm 107, if you can turn there real quick here, Psalm chapter 107. Um, we'll look at one verse in Psalm 107, then I'll we'll go through some more pictures. But Psalm 107, verse 8, Psalm 107, verse number 8, and um, we'll read that. So the Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 8, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Isn't God good? God is good. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. You know, God, these past, going on nine years, has done a wonderful work in Cambodia because of your investment. And I get the privilege to come back and show you what God is doing. And by the way, he deserves all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And I'm so thankful to give you a report of what the Lord's doing, because He deserves the praise. He deserves uh, uh, um, to be honored for the wonderful works that He's done for us and to us. So next picture, if you don't mind, we can continue on real quick here. I thank you for that. So that's just an aerial view of our, our, our uh, I was going to say compound, that's bad connotation, but our community, amen, our community there. Some of you got that, but anyway, okay, so let's move on. So, uh, so we got that. This is an, uh, just an overview of, of, um, of our uh, community there. These are all church members that, that have built homes, moved, you know, so that creates a, an environment where I got to be careful when my wife and I argue, amen? <laughs> so we got to close it. Uh, I'm just kidding. Don't look at me like that. All right. So we don't argue. We just talk loudly. So discuss things loudly. No. But uh, just very thankful that we have a community where when we go outside, you know, there's camaraderie. There's, there's people singing hymns, singing songs, and just being a blessing. And, you know, we encourage, by the way, church should be a place for edification, right? Build up the body of Christ. That's why we come to be blessed, to be encouraged, uh, to, be, uh, uh, to share our burdens with one another, bear ye one another's burdens. And you know what? God has created a community there uh, for the people of Cambodia there that we work, get to work with, that they can be in an environment where, man, uh, we get to uh, live in a community where Jesus gets all the praise, he gets the, all the honor and all the glory. And, you know, when children grow up with that, in that environment, it's a big blessing. You know, we, we, we do get tired when we're in the world, aren't we? That's why we come to church. By the way, thank you for being faithful to, to midweek service. And, you know, I'm so thankful for a church that we can come to, uh, to uh, 
worship God and also fellowship with uh, uh, fellow believers. And so God has done that for us, and he deserves all the glory. Next picture, please. And so this is our uh, inside our auditorium. That's the, the lower floor. Next picture. Another, excuse me, another angle uh, of, of our, of our um, auditorium. The couple that's up there giving a testimony, they are actually, they're not Cambodian. They live in Cambodia, but they're of a people group called the Cham people. And Cham people are predominantly Muslims. And so God has allowed us to reach and see Muslims come to Christ. By the way, I don't know if you know the severity of, di uh, the, of difficulty that entails, but it's difficult. But you know, with God, all things are possible. And uh, so they're up there giving their testimony uh, of how the Lord saved them and brought them out of, out of darkness into light. And you know, by the way, that's, that's the way it works. When you get saved, you want to tell others about what God did for you. That's natural. And so uh, I appreciate this couple because of their testimony. Many Muslims have come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we should ask, uh, ask ourselves this question. How has my testimony influenced the lost? Because God desires, you know, you know, for by grace are you saved through faith. We understand that. But we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We're saved to do good works. And so, you know, I appreciate the testimony of this couple. He was actually the, the maniac of Gadara in the village. He was demon possessed before he got saved. Now, folks, let me tell you something about, um, you know, the devil, he's intelligent. He's smart. He knows exactly what he's doing. See, in a country that is uh, deep into um, the occult and Satanism and ancestral worship and whatnot, he knows how to, how, to, how to get those folks under control, superstition. And so he uses, there's a lot of demonic activity that goes on. And we've seen certain things. We've had to deal with certain things that if I were to tell you, your hairs uh, will go up. It's, 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 it's weird, okay? But greater is he that's in us than he's in the world. You know, in, 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 in America, the devil uses another tactic. He uses materialism, prosperity. Oh, I can't go to church because I got to work. Oh, I got, and by the way, you have to, I understand that. And you know, it's between you and the Lord, but you know what? Reevaluate uh, re your life. Why is it that God saved us? Life has purpose like it never had before. There's meaning to each day and even more. And God has given us joy, but you know, there's joy by serving and obeying and submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so these folks have been a tremendous testimony. And because of their testimony, many Muslims have gotten saved. And they've stood their ground throughout the years and just so thankful for them. Next picture, this is our balcony, a view from the balcony there. And um, uh, just very thankful. As a matter of fact, Brother Joel Corbinat gave us the finances and resources to build our balcony. It was incomplete, but you know, I thank God for those that love the Lord, love the souls of men, and uh, invested in Cambodia. And as a result, we have uh, the capacity to, to uh, have people in our buildings, and, and they can come and hear the word of God being preached and grow in their faith. Next picture, please. Um, I just want to show you this picture here. Um, so the Lord has allowed us to reach Cham people which are not Cambodian, but they live in Cambodia. There's about a quarter of a million of them that live there. And as far as we know, it's very difficult to reach them. But God has 
given us favor and helped us reach them. And this is another uh, group of people that, as far as my research tells me, there's never been a gospel witness to these folks. They're called the Kui people. And you can look it up, Joshua Project and all that. This probably says, still says unreached. But you know what, let me tell you something. They're being reached. Joshua, you can contact Joshua Project and let them know they're updated, amen. But I'll tell you what, I'm so thankful that God has allowed us to reach these people. So just real briefly, I won't go into detail, but you see the, young, the, the two young children that are up there? Let me tell you a little bit about their story. I, I didn't know until recently. These young people, so before they knew the Lord, the parents were getting ready to um, move to Thailand to, for work. Um, they're in a financial uh, dire straits, and they just needed to settle a lot of issues. And they were getting ready to actually sell their children as modern-day slaves at a pig farm. And then as the children get older, um, their organs will be harvested. That's the real world that we live in today. You know, we live in America. We hear about it in, 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 out of America. By the way, why does that happen? Why is that so, how is that even possible? Well, the Bible says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Every single evil that you can think of, you can trace it back down to money. Money. How come... Uh, there's so many drugs and alcohol and, well, trace it down. It's all about money. You know what? That's why God says, you either serve God or mammon. And I choose God, amen? And I pray that we desire to, to uh, please God with our lives. And anyway, just I tell you all that to say, that's not the case. Now they're saved. Next picture. They're Christians. They love the Lord. And uh, now we're, we're able to reach these Kui people and actually plant a church in their village, run about 60 or so members there. And so, um, you know, that, that they're on their way back to the village. It's about five hours away from our, our church in uh, the capital city. Next picture. And um, these are some people that I've recently led to the Lord. Uh, just again, I'm showing you all these faces. Why? Because uh, we don't have anything to talk about. No, I want you to see the faces of those you've invested in. Thank you, church. Next picture, please. Um, and this is some guys that I disciple on a weekly basis. Um, only two of them are Cambodian. The rest are of, def, uh, of different ethnicity. Next group, or next picture. Um, let me tell you this te guy's testimony. This guy, he's Cham, former Muslim. He was the son of a witch doctor. And a witch doctor, if you're a witch doctor, you, that's a prestigious position. I mean, you can... Have as many wives as you want, and uh, you, you're pretty much the uh, the bigwig in the community. And so, his dad had like uh, 15 kids, and he was the only son. So he was next in line to be the next uh, village doctor, uh, the next witch doctor, not village doctor, the witch doctor. You know what happened? He got saved. So when he got saved, he's like, I don't want anything to do with it. And you know what? When he took that stand, people started to turn on him criticize him, persecute him. He lost his inheritance. Let me say that again. He lost his inheritance. He lost land. He lost, he, he got his name erased from the family book. Okay, there's a family book that Cambodia goes by. If you, you don't have uh, um, a name in a family book, you have to, it, it creates a lot of difficulties. You can't, um, 
you know, you can't get IDs, you can't get, there's just a lot of issues. But imagine that, standing up for Christ and getting your name erased from the book, the, the family book, I'll say book of life, but the family book. Well, you know what? Yes, it's erased from the family book, but his name is written in the book of life. And so, you know what he's doing now? He's leading his family um, uh, and growing in Jesus Christ. And, and uh, he's, he's actually, he moved to where we're at now. And he's just, he's, he's been a big blessing to our ministry. Next, next picture, please. Um, and, um, you know, uh, when you invest in people, you spend time with them. Uh, the thing about Cambodia, there's this culture where when you go and visit somebody, they're going to put a spread out for you. And sometimes you don't know what you're going to be eating. I don't know. It's just one of those things where, uh, hey, pastor, come on in. And whoa, what's that? I don't, we're having a meal. Come join us. And uh, then, you know, you find out that you're eating uh, different various pets. Right. So next picture here. Um, and so very thankful. You know, God has given us great uh, leadership, national leaders. And here's one of our guys just leading the way. Next picture. Um, here's a couple that the Lord has allowed me to invest in. The young lady actually grew up in our children's ministry. Uh, she got married to one of our single young men, and now they're, they're just faithful, faithful young people. And you know what they're doing? They're investing in other young people. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Amen. You know, you reach, the, 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 you, to see the, the people that you help invest in, do likewise. And so, so thankful for them. Next picture. Uh, here's another family here that, I'll give you a quick testimony. Um, so the young lady in yellow there, actually there's only one young lady, but that, that, that lady, <laughs> Young lady right there. She, um, she is actually, she's an orphan. Both parents died from liver failure. And the, 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 the mom, actually, her wish before she passed away was, by the way, praise the Lord, she's in heaven now. But um, she, she uh, requested, please take Borei uh, and adopt her. And so she's, she's been adopted and she's living with us there, um, along with her husband now. And Bisna was actually one of the, the, the street kids running the streets, you know, just pretty much selling drugs, pushing drugs, stuff like that. But he got saved. He got saved. Uh, he, uh, they, they, uh, they got married during COVID. Now they have a beautiful daughter named Janessa. And you know what they're doing now? They're running our children's ministry. You know, church, family, you had a part in that. You made a difference in their lives. Next picture, please. Uh, this, I'll tell you, Another test. There's so many things. Uh, so, so this this is a professor and his wife. He teaches at one of the big universities in Cambodia. They were affluent. They were loaded. I mean, they had bodyguards. They had everything. But what happened was this lady. She was demon possessed. And so the husband spent his fortune trying to get her in her right state of mind. But you know how it is. The devil always demands. Give me, give me, give me. You know what? They squandered their resources. Um, fell fell into poverty, um, and then uh, they, they live in the capital city. They have their, their house and everything. He still works a good job, but their daughter attends our children's ministry. She got saved. Her life, you know, her life was changed. She goes home, a good testimony. Mom, when she's in her right state of mind, sees the difference and wonders, well, what, where's my daughter going? What's wrong with her? And so she decides to pop into one of our church services, heard the gospel, got really interested, came back again, and she got saved. You know, when she got saved, there was no longer an issue with, uh, with demon possession and oppression. And so she goes home. A couple months went by. The husband is scratching his head. Notice he doesn't have any hair, but he scratches his head. And he's like, 
what is wrong with my wife? What's going on here? And so he finds out that she's been, she and her do- their daughters have been going to church, and he comes and sees one of our, um, our nationals and one of our missionaries and say, I don't know what's wrong with my wife, but I want what she has. And he got saved. And he's been a faithful witness in the university. Many uh, students have, have uh, been influenced by him to, to come to church and, and uh, get saved. And what a blessing. You know, the gospel makes a difference. How is our testimony? Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. You know, God has done a wonderful work in our lives. I hope we recognize that. You know, there's the wonder of sunset at evening, the wonder of sunrise I see, but the wonder of wonders that thrills my soul is the wonder that God loves me, amen? And so these folks got it, and they've been a witness, and by the way, you folks had had invested in them. Next picture, please. Um, This is our bus ministry. It's actually not a bus. It's called a tuk-tuk. It's a wagon uh, being pulled by a moped, amen? So we fit about 28, 30, depending on the size of the children in there, and uh, God has blessed us tremendously, our children's ministry. By the way, that's how we started most of our five church plants, with the children's ministry. But church family, don't let the buck stop with us. Let's invest in the next generation. Teenagers, you're hope. You're, you're, you're the hope for the future. Stay with it. Stick with it. Be serious about the Lord Jesus Christ. This world's not our home. We're just passing through. You know, if we really believe what we say we believe, let's act like it. Sometimes we get, we get caught up in the things of this world and what it has to offer. It's all vain. Vanity of vanity, says the preacher. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 and 14, uh, let us hear the conclusion of the whole manner, uh, matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Our purpose in life is to please Almighty God, to fear him, to keep his commandments. And what is his commandments? Well, his last commandment should be our first priority, which is go ye therefore and, tell all, uh, and preach the gospel. And so that's what we're doing. That's what we need to do. Teenagers, we need you. Let's, let, let, let's, keep, keep, on, let's keep on going. Let's keep keeping on. Next picture, please. Um, so God has been so good to us. And, uh, you know, as I was building the building, and I'm showing you more pictures. I know time is fleeing away, but I'll, I'll wrap up in just a second here. Uh, again, w- when you're building a building, you want to get the building built. You don't have time to mess around. You know, culture and everything, contractors would like to, even though you're paying them to build how you want it built, they tell you, oh, let's build it this way. Why? They want to, they you know, skedaddle and try to, try to, you know, get off easy. But, you know, but sometimes uh, the, the, the Lord would convict me and say, hey, you're there to reach the souls of men, not just to build a building. And so I, I, I deal with contractors on a day-to-day basis. I didn't go there to build a building. You know, I went there to reach people and, and to, to, to start churches. But you know what? How do we start churches? By winning souls. And so the Lord has allowed us to win many of our contractors to the Lord. Here's an electrician uh, that, um, that I led to the Lord. Next picture, here's another, another uh, one of our contractors. As a matter of fact, the reason why he got saved was because of the testimony of our people. He came up to me one day and he said, Pastor, or he called me teacher. Teacher, what's wrong with your people? How come they're so nice? Because, you see, he, he's a, a solar panel contractor, and People who can afford solar panels in Cambodia are, are pretty well off. 
And so when he would go do jobs at their place, they would literally treat him like trash. You know, what would it just, just uh, cuss at him at times. And, and, and when he came to, to put up solar panels for us because electricity, uh, electricity doesn't come as, you know, as often as we would like in our area because we're in the outskirts, so we have some solar panels up. He came up, did some work, and, and he was like befuddled. He's like, man, you're, teacher, you're, uh, your people, they're offering me water. They're asking if, if they can help me pick up solar panels to, up to the roof. What's wrong with them? And I said, well, let me tell you what's right with them. Jesus Christ. And let me tell you about him. You know, it took, it took him about two months. Then he came one day and he said, teacher, I'm ready. I want to be a Christian. And right there underneath that tent there, I led him to the Lord. And he bought land next to the church so that he can raise his family close to our, in our community. Next picture, please. The gospel makes a difference. Here's that family I was telling you about that are, that are Kui people. The kids are a little bit older now. They're in school. They're learning about um, the Bible. They're learning how to read and write. Their future looks bright. Remember, they were on their way to being sold. But Jesus changes everything, amen? Jesus changes everything. And now he's, he's uh, been going back to his village back and forth so that he can uh, minister to his people. I'm thankful for that. Next picture. Um, real quick, here's our team of, 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 of national leaders. And uh, as a matter of fact, the, the white man there, okay, uh, he is actually my mentor. He, he, he actually reached my family uh, 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 for the Lord, and now we get to work alongside him. Next picture. These are uh, our spouses there. Next picture. Um, uh, you can go to the next picture, please. I just want to show you this picture real quick. So this lady here, in one of our church plants, she owns a bakery. And our people have been going, stopping by, you know, always buying things and being nice to her, always giving her a track. And she got saved. When she got saved, her life started to change, and her husband never, was never, never abusive to her. But after she got saved, it's as if he was, like, uh, oppressed and possessed to where he was starting to abuse his wife. And that has never happened before by admission from his wife. And um, so I was able to meet with them and, and uh, talk to him a little bit, tell him that, you know, it's, it's a, a spiritual warfare. And so he needs to also switch sides, okay? He said, I don't know what it is, Pastor, but after, he, this is what he said, when my wife switched sides, <laughs> when she became a Christian, he didn't say became a Christian, but switched sides, there's just something that just overwhelms me. I just want to hit her. And I was like, well, let me tell you what's going on. The, the devil's not happy. And you know what? And he wants you to still be in, the, on that, in that, that dark realm, dark side. Why don't you switch over? And he said, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. You know, I, and I came, back, I came to America, and a couple weeks later, next picture, he also got saved. And they were able to get baptized about a month and a half ago together. The gospel makes a difference. The next picture, please, just, just keep going. We'll be done briefly here. There's one of our latest church plant. I just want to see, uh, show you. You know, you don't need buildings. The church is people, amen? And so that's, that's our church, uh, church plant, in the, our fifth church plant. Next picture. Um, this is our church in the Muslim village. 80% of those folks were former Muslims. Next picture. Uh, we outgrew that auditorium, so we're building a new building. Man, I don't have a lot of time. So, um, the, the, so what happened was this building here in, in the village, we weren't going to fund it from foreign money. We, we, we challenged our people, look, you, you folks, 
you know, this is your people. You need to have some skin in the game. So we didn't, really didn't promote it much, Pastor, maybe three weeks. We challenged our people. We, we estimated that each section of the walls of the building costs about 400 bucks. And, you know, let me put some things into perspective. The average income of a household is $400 a month. And so that's a sacrifice. So we challenge our people, look, maybe you can tag team with some other families and pay for one section of the wall. And another set of families pay for this section, so on and so forth. And so we challenged them for about three weeks, and you know, we're estimating we need about $8,000. And we're thinking and praying. We're like, OK, realistically, we're probably going to get $5,000. That's, that's great. That's good. And then you know, we didn't get $8,000. We got $17,000. $17,000. And I was like, are you sure the, the decimal's in the right place? Let's, let's recount this. $17,000. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Amen. He did a wonderful work. And so next picture real quickly here. Um, so this, the, uh, I don't have time to tell the story, but he was one of the persecutors. Now he got saved and he's helping build the building. Amen. Next picture. Um, that's the maniac of Gadir I was telling you about. People still fear him. So he gets to get away with passing out some uh, offensive tracks to people because people take it, amen? So uh, he's, a, he's a gift uh, that the Lord's given us. Next picture, um, some joyful folks serving the Lord. Each one has a testimony of being persecuted. You know, persecution is actually good for God's people. Prosperity is not good for Christians. And so you can see the joy in their faces serving God, although they know that this lady sitting down, crouching down, she got to, her husband divorced her because she became a Christian. And uh, she got kicked out of her house, her own land, her own house, because she would not give up Christ. Of course, the villagers backed her husband up because, you know, they're Muslims. Next picture. You know, the next generation is so important. That's one of our national Leader's there, and his son is just admiring him <laughs> as he's preaching. His name is David. Next picture. You know, God has given us uh, this, this opportunity to uh, invest in young people. This is our academy. When I get back to Cambodia, you pray with us. This is one of the big prayer requests. We're building a school building. Next picture. Um, right next to our church, we, we've, started, we've begun construction. Next picture of our, our, our uh, educational wing. If you can keep going, please. Just keep going there. Uh, we started the building process. Next picture. Um, keep going, please. Uh, so stop right there. So God gave us about $25,000. We started it by faith. Uh, we, need, we were estimating about $50,000 that we're going to need to complete it. So we already got half. We're building until we don't have any more money. But this is going to serve multi-purpose. The weekends, we're going to have Sunday school classes. As Pastor mentioned, Sunday school is important. That's where you grow, that's where you have fellowship and whatnot, but uh, small groups are important. So we're using that at Sunday school, and also during the, the weekday, we have classes. There's going to be approximately nine classrooms there, and uh, it's going to give us a lot of space to invest in the next generation. Next picture. So when we get back, we're going to start a school. Next picture. And um, that's, that's, that's our, children, our, our half of the academy right there uh, that we have. And um, I already asked permission from Pastor uh, we, we're going to steal your logo, just going to change the V to P, amen? Miss <laughs> Hannah, I don't know if he, if he already told you, but, uh, but uh, please don't copyright it, okay? So, but very thankful for what the Lord's doing there. I think this is the last picture here. Yes. And, you know, it's amazing. I got, I, let's see, I got, uh, I got six minutes now. But um, 
in Psalm 107, we read that verse. Very simplistic verse, but it's, it's funny that um, God would repeat that same verse three more times in that chapter. If you look at verse number 15, you see, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verse number 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And lastly, verse 31, the same exact verse verbatim. You know, young people, when your parents tell you to do something multiple times, that means it's important, right? Uh, I remember my teachers in class saying, repetition is the key to learning. And, you know, you, 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 you find yourself quoting uh, different, you know, transitional verbs, you know, state of being verbs. You've got to memorize those verbs. How many of you guys have that all down? You, got, you, got, you memorize all those verbs? Uh, the eight parts of speech, you know, mouth, tongue, nose. I mean, a noun, pronoun, uh, uh, and so, so forth. Thank you for laughing, Pastor. I appreciate that. But, um, you know, there's a problem. The Bible says, oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness. But here's the issue. Not everybody knows him. So how can they praise him? God desires for men to praise him for his goodness. But how can they praise him if they never knew how good he was or he is? The Bible says in Psalm 96, verse number three and four, declare his glory among the heathen. Now, I didn't I, I, I dropped out of Mrs. Zachary's class, Miss Joanna, because all those 300 note cards that she forced us to do. And I was taking 21 credits that semester. And I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to go through that. Amen. And I dropped her class and I failed English. But as far as I understand, as far as I understand, the Bible says to declare his glory among the heathen. There's an understood you right there. It's an imperative sentence. God wants us, you, to declare his glory among the heathens, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He's to be feared above all gods. But how are they to know if they've never, if they've never been told? And that's why. We do what we do in missions. That's why we support missionaries. That's why you give to Faith Promise. You, you give to missions. Why? Because you want to have a part in declaring his glory among the heathen. And by the way, you need to declare his glory right here in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria. Not just the uttermost parts of the earth. You have a responsibility here. You know, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we're supposed to be responsible simultaneously for all these locations, but we can't be, it's, it's tough to go to the uttermost parts. That's why we deputize missionaries. That's why missionaries go on deputation. I think well, you have sheriffs here, right? What do you call them? Deputies. So deputies are deputized by the people to carry out law and order, right? And sometimes there's deputies that look for confrontation. I won't tell you who it is, but... I know somebody, no, <laughs> but uh, they are deputized by the masses to, to help. And you know what, church family, you've deputized us to represent you in Cambodia. And that's why missionaries go out on deputation, not because they have nothing to do. Let me tell you something. Deputation for me was 26 months. I will not go through that again. I had a great time. Amen. I praise the Lord. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. Uh, uh, and uh, but I won't do that again. But it was necessary because we want you. God wants you to have a part in helping reach Cambodia for Christ. Thank you for partnering with us. The Bible says declare his glory among the heathen. You know, we can respond to the Great Commission. 
There's uh, in three ways. One, one is to go. We can go. Now, please understand, it's not our responsibility to save people. We can't. We don't have that capacity. Jesus saves people. But we can go. We can tell them. We can pass out a tract. And some of us, you know, maybe we can't go. But you know what? We can sow. We can pray. We can pass those tracts out. We can give somebody a tract. It's not that hard. We can sow. But lastly, don't have this response. Don't say no. Don't say no. After what he's done for, for you, how can you say no? You know, God gave us the gift of eternal life. And if we really believe there's a, real, there's a heaven and there's a hell, we're going to do our part. You know, God did a wonderful work in our life. We are to praise him. But there's people that can't praise him because they don't know him. And our job is to declare his glory among the heathens. I remember clearly August 2nd, 1992. My Sunday school teacher, thank God for Sunday school teachers. My Sunday school teacher knew that I was lost. And so he asked me to wait for him after class was over. And I was thinking that, you know, we had a, it was a fall program during that time. And, and he was testing out his Sega Genesis. I don't know, I'm probably dating myself. Who, who knows what Sega Genesis is? Okay, Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis, okay. You go way back then, huh? So, and uh, I, he was testing out the Sega. He was, I thought he was going to let me use it for a week so I can, you know, tell the Sunday school class how great the system was. And that was what I was hoping for, but I got something better. He shared the gospel with me. So he told me how to go to heaven. He told me what Jesus did for me and what I need to do to get saved. And you know what? August 2nd, 1992, around 12.35 p.m., right next to the church dumpster as I was praying, swatting out flies off my face, I asked Jesus to save me. And you know what? That's the best decision that I've ever made in my life. But someone was concerned for my soul. Aren't you glad that someone was concerned for your soul? Now, should we be concerned about the souls of others? Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And we need to do our part to declare his glory among the heathen. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.